Okay. All right. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Season two of the beer. <laughs> Season two. We're back with more character development. I have a mustache and a motorcycle now. This is Cody Dagalorians. This is Neil Dagalorians. And welcome to a brand new episode of Bearded Fruit. Oh my god, we're still alive. <laughs> we are still, yes. Back from the dead. No. Just in uh, time for Halloween. Yeah, we're finally back with new episodes after our uh, I'm gonna call it our summer hiatus. Vacation. Yeah, we took a little vacation over the summer because a lot of stuff happened this summer for us. This was a big like summer of change. Mm-hmm. Summer of change. Is that before or after the season of love? As to, it's after the season of love, the summer of change is uh, what happens uh, next. And then the fall of spite. <laughs> And then the winter of discontent. Which, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So we got a, a lot of cool things happened while we were on our little summer hiatus uh, this year. We Neil finished grad school. Yay! Yay! Um, got his master of fine arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new house. We moved into a, a new house, which is much bigger and much nicer than the apartment we were in. And we got a new puppy. We got a puppy. Yeah. Her name is Ophelia. She's amazing. You'll, we'll we'll see if you can hear her break out of her cage. Yeah. Yeah. She's. Uh, you know, maybe not happy that she's not in the room with us, but uh, yeah. So we we took a little break so that we could make all these big changes in our lives. But now we're back with uh, more gay stuff to talk about. Let's bring on the discourse. <laughs> yeah. So to kind of ease our way back into a new um, series of of episodes, um, we're actually going to do an episode that's based on a listener suggestion. Listener suggested. I guess we're going to have like songs now. Podcast. We've always had songs. Yeah, but it's like, like a real musical version even, of that. Yeah. What's the, what's our guy's name? Yeah, that guy. E. I don't know. Charlie? Was it Charlie? I don't know who you're Charles? talking about. Who? I don't know what Our sound first... engineer. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. We had to let Charles go. Well, we had to let him go. We now have... Um... Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, and he's doing a wonderful job. Joaquin Firebird. <laughs> Joaquin Firebird, our new sound engineer. Because Phoenix was already taken. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, so this episode uh, is based is is uh, inspired by a, a listener comment. Uh, the listener shout out to Timothy G Wong, who's out in Arizona. He actually found us on our hiatus. He <laughs> <laughs> he discovered the podcast when we were being like super lazy about Sorry. it and not doing anything but he really list, he listened to the back episodes and uh sent me a message um on instagram actually to say how much he enjoyed the podcast and recommended and suggested that he'd be interested to hear us talk about age gaps in relationships not wage gaps not wage gaps or thigh gaps or tooth gaps but age gaps in relationships because we can speak about two of those four things <laughs> I haven't had a thigh gap since I was a fetus. I mean, what even are I haven't had a thigh gap since before thighs. Basically, yes. yes. Uh, but we can talk about age gaps because um, if you don't 
for, if for some reason we haven't mentioned it or you haven't we're telling the story of beer fruit in order so <laughs> um if you haven't uh, no though we have a pretty significant age gap in our relationship i am 14 years older than neil is i uh, thought you were gonna say you're 14 years old and i was like <laughs> some, days, some days some days indeed but no I'm, I'm i'm a good bit older i'm 40 and neil if you do the math is 26 i'm a baby um, and so, and our and we've been married now for almost two years. Our anniversary is actually this week. Aww. Yeah, it's on the uh, September eighth. <laughs> Insert edited. Um, I may voice. or may not be checking Facebook later to figure that out. Yeah, it's September eighth. Um, okay, I thanks. remember because. Do you remember the eighth <laughs> night of yeah, September? Pretty much. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about age gaps, uh, both how it works in our relationship. Um, I have a funny story that happened to me recently that really draws into sharp focus the challenge of having an age gap in your relationship. Um, and also some interesting statistics that I found from uh, the website 538, which uh, is one of my favorite sites. So I guess we started by talking if let's talk a little, it would be great to start by talking about our relationship and the age gap in our relationship. So I'll start with a funny story because um, one of the downsides of being the older person in a relationship with a much younger uh, person is that especially when you're a gay couple, people in the world don't automatically understand the nature of your relationship because mm-hmm. uh, and to top it off not only am I 40 but I've also grayed significantly on my head and in my beard so I look probably older than I actually am anyway send your guesses as to how old Cody looks to P.O. Box <laughs> 7 16. P.O. Box like Rip Van Winkle <laughs> <laughs> older than Dirt Drive um yeah, so so we went uh, we went out to dinner with a lunch with a friend of ours, uh, our friend Patrick, who has been on the podcast. Patrick mm-hmm. helped Neil move his studio things into our house, mm-hmm. and so we were going to treat him for lunch, treat him to a nice lunch downtown at this great barbecue place that we like. And um, when we got to paying, we were going to pay for Patrick's lunch, so I gave the cashier my card and neil gave the cashier his card at the same time because we both wanted to pay for patrick's lunch i had initially promised yeah but i i'm stubborn and so i was like no i'm gonna get stubborn it stubborn and southern a no, memoir. i'm gonna get it um and so the lady looked at our two cards that were extended in her face and she grabbed neil's and looked at me and said don't worry he's gonna get this because we all have to treat our parents sometimes because you know they gave us life. She didn't really fully grasp the kind of life you give me. <laughs> right. So, but yes. Yeah, to so, be fair, she wasn't wrong. So, uh, so yeah, she thought I was Neil's father, which is not, not the, the first, first time. time. No, we went to Popeye's on Father's Day accidentally, and the woman was like, Happy Father's Day. And I wasn't really paying attention, and I was like, Thank you. Mm-hmm. It is a lovely Father's Day, not knowing she met me. Mm-hmm. Um the chicken was good though. The chicken was good, and it has actually happened many times in my other relationships too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, I've been, I've been believed to be somebody's dad, which is it's, it doesn't help that I literally only refer to you ever as daddy. Well, not in public. Daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so like that's you know that's a downside. But um, I don't know. Do you notice our age difference? Yes. Okay, well, so talk about it. <laughs> speak on that. So speak on that. Um, I don't know. I think um, 
I think a lot of it, a lot of my own, I don't want to say insecurities, but hesitancies, I guess, um, is, uh, I know that I am not just 26, but I'm also like, I'm a pretty young 26, um, if that makes any sense. Like, like, uh, my, my, my birthday is kind of, I'm, I'm young for my grade, I guess mm-hmm. is, is, is the word for it. So like, I've always been kind of like, like I graduated high school bef- before I turned 18 because that's just how dates worked. Um, so I've always been like kind of in that mindset of like, I am young for my age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess when it comes to me and my experiences with it, uh, I, I kind of get nervous sometimes when I introduce you. Um, because I worry about what that looks like. Um, mm. cause I feel like, and like, I've expressed this to you before, but I feel like from your end, it's like, ha ha, I've got this young stud. Ha 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 ha. And then for me, I'm like, I like old men, <laughs> which I mean, fair, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, like there, there seems to be something like, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe this is just like a, a socially constructed internalized thing, but it, there's there's definitely something about um, finding seeking a younger partner is um, the ideal to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and and how, how many men in Hollywood have younger wives? Um, but then there's something disparaging about being the younger wife. Um, I don't know. Like like it, it, that's it's definitely like an internalized sense of of shame. Uh, an impression, but there there is something a little bit weird about that some days. But like all all of the guys I've ever dated have been older than me, so it's like clearly I have a type. Um, so I don't know how much I should invest energy into that. Well, I'll say even though you sort of like think that the perception is that oh look at you older guy with the younger guy look at you you're cool and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, that that isn't always the case. Like mm-hmm. I have certainly experienced with people both um, who are not close to me and people who are close to me uh, some skepticism about my intentions mm-hmm. with dating someone and and then and marrying someone who was a lot younger than I am. There's this idea that there must be something immature or wrong with me mm-hmm. because I am interested in someone who is so much younger than I am. Mm-hmm. And that there's some, you know, that it's, I think there's maybe an assumption that it's either a primarily just a sexual thing mm-hmm. or that there are just some emotional immaturity issues on my part that I would, you know, like what what the hell is a 40 year old person doing relating so nicely to a 26 year old person? They don't understand how I'm that works. I'm an old soul. Yeah. Like, and so I don't think it's necessarily just a one-way street of disapproval, I think. Yeah, and I feel like if you were truly immature in who you are, then you wouldn't get your ass stomped so much at Mario Kart. <gasps> coming for you. Oh, I'm coming for you on the podcast. I am bald. <laughs> um, snatched. Snatched. Bald. Um, I'm kidding, but in a, no, but in a way that's kidding. accurate. You're like literally not kidding. Uh, no, like you're playing grown-up. Mario Maker levels, and I'm over there <laughs> playing Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Like, 
You know, like I'm like I'm living the Call of Duty dream over there with my I'm, Captain Toad. I'm gonna get you Nick Junior games. <laughs> You're gonna That's love literally them. the best for me. But no, um, and I think too, in in sort of a point that you made that it's acceptable for like a, a Hollywood celebrity to have a younger wife. I think for heterosexual couples, the age difference is less a problem. Man being older, woman being younger, than it is just in a gay relationship. I think there's mm-hmm. there's already this sense that a gay couple has some sort of um, there's some sort of pr- like problem. Those people are flawed to begin with because mm-hmm. they're they're dirty, dirty homos. Well, then, but on top of that, there there's this age gap, so there's something even more wrong with them. That probably also stems from just I mean the. It's super fair to say that a lot of homophobia stems from misogyny in general. So mm-hmm. then, like, you reverse the situation, an older woman having a younger boyfriend or a younger husband. Like, there is, there's there's something society deems is shameful in that. Yeah. Um, both being the woman and being the, the man in, in that relationship. Um, I just, I, I know, like, like that, that's the whole, the idea of, like, a cougar. Like, there's that, there's that terminology that's so well known. Like, oh, she's a cougar because she... She is, um, she's looking for younger men, whereas older men are supposed to idealize the young female body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, why is it not acceptable for women to do that as well? Not that they should in the first place, like that shouldn't be an issue. Um, like there should be no standard of beauty anyway. Um, so I think like a lot of that stems from that kind of place. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah. So this would be a good place to kind of throw in some data. Segway to nerdery. Yeah, so um, 538 is the website that was created by Nate Silver that's all about statistics and polling. And they posted a piece about a year ago that was specifically about age gaps in relationships. And the statistics of that were really interesting and kind of useful to share in this conversation. So the first part of this article talked about heterosexual relationships and those age gaps because it's a good kind of ground a baseline to kind of start with the average age gap in a, in a heterosexual relationship is 2.3 years between partners with statistically the male partner being older. Mm. All of those statistics come from the 2014 uh, CPS, which is the current population survey. And that survey represents over 70 million couples. Gay couples are not included in that discussion at all. It's only heterosexual couples because patriarchy yeah and homophobia so um there were you know so like they were so the website had to go to another place to find usable data to compare relationships so for gay couples and the gay age gap you have to turn to social media Mm. So 538 looked at Facebook users who identify as being in a same-sex relationship and looked at the age gaps between those couples. And what they found is that the average age gap is higher for both men and women in same-sex relationships than it is in heterosexual relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the baseline, it's about three years as opposed to 2.3, so they're relatively close. But here's the really interesting part. As gay men and women get older, the age gap widens Mm. in a way that it doesn't in heterosexual relationships. Mm. Heterosexuals generally keep the age gap near 2.3 years throughout the course of their lives. It it rises a little bit, but not significantly. But for gay couples, particularly gay men, in your 20s, the age gap is about three years. By the time you reach your 40s, the average age gap has jumped to seven or eight years. 
We're above average. We are we we're overachievers. Uh, and female same sex couples female same sex couples interestingly, they don't quite match gay couples in the age gap, but they do tend to have larger age gaps over time than their heterosexual counterparts. Mm-hmm. So and markedly so, like it really jumps up into the six, seven years for uh, for female. Do they do gay they couples. um analyze the data in any way, uh, like draw conclusions or talk about why? No, that's one of the, my favorite things about five thirty eight. They really just look at the data. I have a theory. Go, I love it. Okay, um, I think um, because because I've I've always thought about this um. Because, I mean, I've always dated older men, even, like, men where I was in my 20s and he was in his 20s. Like, it was still, like, markedly I was early 20s, he was late 20s. Um, so, I I think a lot of it has to do with, um, like, talk about data. It's what, like, like supposedly 1 in 10 people are, are gay or queer. Um, so, I think a lot of it has to do with just, like, simple population. Like, there aren't many of us to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, unlike um, a lot of... Uh, straight people like have you ever heard of a gay couple being high school sweethearts does that even exist like there's probably somebody out there who is currently married to their high school sweetheart and there was a big deal about going to prom together or something like that but like that's not culturally that's not a thing yeah because like we don't like for starters we don't even necessarily date in high school right um because we're kids we don't know our sexuality um but also just because like you have to hope that there's either a gay kid at your high school like you that you actually enjoy being around or somebody in the area who you again enjoy being around and then where do you find those people because there aren't exactly queer spaces for youth to find them so like for the most part people don't find each other until internet (laughs) like or or they do find each other on the internet um and they have to they have to go about their ways and dating apps don't even you're not supposed to be on them until you're 18 um, you're not supposed to, so don't do it, kids. Um, so, like, I think that plays a lot into it. That, like, dating doesn't even necessarily happen when you're gay until you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, just just because. That's how it works. Like, that's just how it works. Unless you're incredibly lucky and you happen to find somebody when you're in high school that you actually tolerate being around. Um, so then, like, as a result, like, the dating pool is slim to begin with. So you have to find somebody that you like being around and hope that they also happen to be in your age range which for me has very rarely been the case which i think is why i tend to gravitate towards older men for whatever reason also i really like beating people in mario kart so like that's just you know a fact so that's part of the reason why our marriage has worked out so far is because i'm just better at you than at video games well i'm I'm glad to know that that's the reason that's the reason i'm glad to know that happy second anniversary I might let you win on our second anniversary. I also think that there's probably something to be said for the fact that, because uh, we talked about this, and I can't remember what it was in connection to, but it was it's something else. Oh, kink. Um, that the 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 imagination leap you have to make to accept yourself as a gay person in the world today uh, opens you up to possibilities that you might not otherwise be open mm-hmm. to. Like you're not so intent on following societal norms. Mm-hmm. So once you make the leap into I'm going to be a gay person and 
and buck that societal norm. Might as well go all out. Yeah, then it's like, well, then I can easily date someone who's a lot younger or a lot older than me without feeling like, oh my God, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing because we're already doing that. Talk about foreshadowing. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, to play devil's advocate, though, because I have like am I the, uh, the opposite side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it has something to... I wonder if as time goes on, as uh, being openly gay is increasingly more accepted at a much younger age that these age gaps will even out because i wonder if guys who were in their 40s and older now grew up in a time where they were really repressed and they were really ostracized for their sexuality Mm -hmm. and it took them a lot longer to emotionally get to the place where they could be open about it Mm -hmm. so it's really like meeting someone younger at an emotionally same age level. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like I've I've read about that too, where it's just like, like um, in your twenties and your thirties, or where you get all that like teenage angst yeah. in, in regards to dating out. And I mean, like that explains why like we we know people who are in their fifties who are just now like figuring those kinds of things out and like trying to find people. Yeah, um, and then behaving in ways that seem youthful and, and that's like a very nice way to put it but who in a very youthful way they're they're behaving in a way that is um i don't want to say juvenile because that seems very kind of condescending and, and judgy but and immature the but same. yeah they're but they're certainly like acting out in a way that you don't necessarily associate with people who are much further along in their lives mm-hmm. much more subtle so yeah i wonder if that's it yeah like in that. yeah and like it it is interesting that when i think about people who do fit into a more heteronormative standard of who they are as people, they tend to have lesser age gaps Mm. um, between them. So like when I think about like couples I know who have bought houses together and have like started to, or have tried raising kids together, like they tend to be closer in age than we are. I'd never Um, thought about that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Or like um, same with um, when you when you think about like conservative gays in general, mm-hmm. like they tend to be interested in people around their age. Yeah. Um, so I think I think it's absolutely fair to kind of predict that to kind of say as time goes on, because we're already seeing like like white gay men who are now a part of the power structure who have lost their sense of marginalization in many, many places in this country are becoming more and more conservative. Yeah. Um, so we, we kind of already see always see that. Um I feel like I feel like there's always going to be a part of queerness that is not accepted. I feel like that is so deeply ingrained into our society that it's going to be close to half a century before it really does become not a thing anymore. Um, because I mean, we're talking about hundreds, it's centuries and centuries of um, religious dogma that we're trying to buck. So I think to a certain extent, like queerness will always have that aspect about it yeah um i think also what we're looking at is we're looking at a generation of gay kids who do see us like we are visible right so we are looking at a generation of gay kids who see us as acceptable that's true um so i think like there's a little bit of tug and pull where it's like yes like gayness uh, and queerness is becoming more acceptable but also we're becoming more acceptable yeah and like you know my mom was really really uh hesitant about the fact that I was like, I'm dating this 37-year-old guy. It's cool. 
<laughs> um, I believe the thing I did say, I, I believe my justification was, well, he's only four years older than David, who <laughs> um, was my last boyfriend. Um, I believe that was my justification. I didn't do the math. I let her do it. Um, but I mean, once she met you, she's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I get it. And like once we were together around her, and I feel like every time she's around us when we're together, it just makes more and more sense yeah. why we are so magnetized. Because we're a really good team. We're like an amazing. Team. We go together like ding Oh my god, if you're going to sing Greece, you better sing it right. <laughs> you are the one that I want. We you go together. Are the one that I want. Who who who? Honey? Wow. We'll <laughs> always be together. Um Oh, yeah. Wait. Well, and, and then like, I think too, interestingly, because when you said the thing about um, couples who were who embrace more heteronormative values tend to be closer in age. I think it's very interesting when you look at our relationship, being a couple who do not who are not close in age, we don't even I mean, we're like a weird couple, not a weird couple, but we certainly do embrace values that are absolutely not heteronormative mm-hmm. and, and sort he of organized. He said while legally married to his partner. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, like, <laughs> but our marriage is like constructed in a way and organized in a way that would not be considered mm-hmm. traditional in any way. Yeah, take that, America. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like that. So, the, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of bears out that because we are open to, we're open to kind of bridging this gap, then we're open to. Bridging other gaps. Bridging other gaps. Yeah, like making other imaginative leaps, which I think are interesting. Mm-hmm. So like another place I think the age gap plays out, that I find it plays out, and this is just maybe moving into something else, slightly different but connected, is um, is just being of the kind of age and look to have guys connect to me as quote unquote daddy. I don't know what you're talking about. Like that's a, yeah, like that. there's that whole... I mean, it used to happen sometimes, even in my 20s, but now it's like... People call you daddy on Facebook. Like, that is literally a thing that happens. And they just... It's a thing. (laughs) Every time I see that, I'm like, my mother can see that. My mother can see that. Um, Your mom's used to it by now. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, there's... I wonder how that plays into it, too. Like, how that... the. Because it's a pretty significant kind of fetishization Mm -hmm. uh, with the guys who are older, sort of putting them in that role of quote unquote daddy and taking on that like dom sub sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I get kind of put in it just because I look, I look like somebody's dad, I guess. I mean, I really do. Like, well, like I have a friend um, who absolutely despises being called daddy even though he does fit the aesthetic completely and and part of that is because of his history with his dad he's like no like never like do not call me that that is not okay um and i find that's i I find that interesting but also it's kind of like eye-opening to a certain extent where it's like oh wow yes this is acceptable in this space but not in this in in this other space that this that is my relationship with him yeah so like even jokingly i don't call him that yeah because i because i'm aware of that um so like i think that's interesting and it must be really hard to be him because i like i I imagine people being not keen on that like oh you're on this app you're in this space that means i am expected to or allowed to call you this thing and it suddenly yeah there goes the steamy sex talk because uh one party's not into that well and i think that like 
I do sometimes am taking I'm sometimes taken aback whenever someone just assumes that they have the right to call me that. Oh yeah. You know, like I feel like that's presumptuous to some degree just because I look like that. And I and I understand that they probably mean it in a in a very nice way, but um because now, it's like, ooh, daddy. Yeah, like I mean like in granted in my mind it's not that I think of it as I am literally their biological father. Like I don't I don't have that kind of connection where mm-hmm. calling me daddy makes me think about my actual father relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um but I do feel but but I think just like maybe by the nature of our relationship, daddy means something to me. And so I think it's presumptuous when someone, mm-hmm. someone dares calls me that. Like, how dare you um, without Not, really like asking or kind of are, are delicately broaching that. Subject. So if you don't, if you haven't learned anything in today's podcast, just ask for daddy consent. Yeah. But like, actually, like, like that is actually. But yeah, but yeah, because you're really, you know, that's. I I think that's sort of like projecting something onto someone in terms of like age and what they're into and what their personality is like and what mm-hmm. they're in, what they're interested in, and it's just you know don't don't do it. It's not cute. And sometimes I just don't want to be reminded that I look like somebody's dad. Mm-hmm. Like for God's sakes. But now you are somebody's dad. Her name is Ophelia. Yeah, I'm Ex- a, I'm a pup dad. Except mm-hmm. that, that's see that's a whole thing too. In, in the links in the description, you'll hear our episode on pup play. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's uh, the, that's the, one way to respond so to like that. So, like, the other, and the, and the other, connected to that is also the, like, the, the problem, the challenge of being the older, like, daddy in the world mm-hmm. is that, like, I like daddies too. And, <laughs> you know, like, I do too. I can't wait to make that shirt. But, like, I. I like daddies too. I do. And hashtag dad for dad. You know, like there isn't a lot of opportunity whenever you look like I do. Bears, the original dad bod. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. You're lucky. Enjoy it while it lasts. Whoa. <laughs> that sounds like en- fighting words. Enjoy your youth while it lasts. Well, I mean, all I need to do is get like a Legend of Zelda tattoo and I'll be set. No, but really, I was yeah. thinking about that. We were yeah. talking about like, like um, 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 youthful actions, and I'm yeah. like, maybe that's why so many guys I know have Zelda tattoos. Yeah. Like, maybe that's the reason. It's very popular. Mm-hmm. The Triforce. Mm-hmm. Triforce for a triad. Oh, that's actually kind of cute. That is kind of cute. That would be with everybody's name in each one I'll of the little triangles. I'll be the Triforce of Courage. You could be the Triforce of Wisdom and. Why I gotta be the Triforce of Wisdom? Do you want to be the Triforce of Power? Yes, girl. That sounds fun. (laughs) Why I gotta be the Wisdom one? Wise is old. Wise is the old man. I'm pretty sure the Wisdom one's on top, but I'm I'm also not exactly like uh, the Wisdom. Oh, you can be Wisdom because you're you're, old. Because you're a G dang Ravenclaw. That's why. Because you got the old gray beard. Fine. You can be the Triforce of Courage. Okay, fierce. It's not bravery. How, that's not how your life works, but okay. <laughs> that I'm not courageous. Ouch. I mean, I'm not. But. Red eyes. Hey, <laughs> that was a scary X Files episode. I. That's not cute. Shadow people. That's not cute. Oh, what's that behind you? <laughs> the wall. No. Um, hi. Hello. Oh, it's got an upside down face. See, don't even. <laughs> its mouth is where its eyes should be. Hello. 
What's your name? Not cute. Um, so yeah, but like, I guess to wrap up our, about, about the age gap in our relationship, I honestly don't, I don't really think about it too terribly much. Except when we're in an argument and you call me a millennial. Well, that, because that's fun. Um, (laughs) no, because we make like a really good team and I don't, I I just see you as you're just my, my adorable husband and thanks coach. (laughs) Get out (laughs) of the world. No. Foley. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Joaquin. This, this episode brought to you by the door that's right next to me and my creaky chair. Um, but yeah, like I don't really, I doesn't, I don't really notice it terribly much. There are sometimes I do. Like there, there are times when you are painfully younger than me, and I recognize. Like that. when I was packing the moving truck, and you're like, I can't, and I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I was like, let me move this one chair, and then my back literally cannot. <laughs> Yeah. You just held it with like your index finger and your thumb and you're just like, Ooh, I just, this yeah. is too much. But, Ooh. but for the most part, I like, it doesn't really, I don't really notice it. And it just, I just enjoy, um, our, our team very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I think we're good. Fully. We high fived, uh, for, for our home audience, which or, is everyone. Or we spanked if that's what you're into. <laughs> Um, just one spank. And on that note, <laughs> as always, uh, as always, we really thank you. If you if you're listening all the way this far, thank you for sticking in with us through the hiatus and coming back. We're so happy that you did. Uh, as always, we are very appreciative for everybody who listens and supports our podcast. Uh, if you would like to, if you haven't, go to iTunes now and subscribe to the podcast. You can also leave us a review and some stars there. That helps us out and uh, lets us know that you're liking what you hear. You can find us on Facebook at Bearded Fruit, and you can find us on the web at www.beardedfruit.com. And uh, until next week, uh, we're gonna—I'm gonna be old, and Neil's gonna be young, and uh, we will see you next week. Your dad tagged me on a post on Facebook. Ooh, like my real one? Yeah, your real. <laughs> Who's? Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! We're continuing this conversation. Who's your daddy? No, I don't have one. Just, just my dad. I'm your daddy. Yeah, just, just my dad. Bye. Okay, bye.